The World Health Organization says we are heading in the right direction, but warns it's not time to let our guard down. Vaccines may be a light at the end of the tunnel, but we cannot be blinded by that light. Hans Kluge, the regional director for Europe, says we need to keep a watchful eye. In coming months, increased mobility, physical interactions and gatherings may lead to more transmission in Europe. He suggests avoiding international travel. What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. Well, hello there. How in the world are you? On this Thursday, May 20th, the year 2021. The nice day out there. We are still not hit summertime conditions, but we are damn close. This is Nuga Radio 92.7, the flagship for the Stone On Air radio show, later disguised as a podcast, which you can find at stoneonair.com. My name is Brian. His name is Keon, and for Russell Stroud this week, or at least portions of this week towards the end of it, how's day two treating you? Keon of, of 5 a.m. Not 5 a.m. wake up calls, right? It's 5 a.m. report to duty calls, right? No, it's it's 5 a.m. wake up. Oh, then, so you're 6 a.m. to be yeah. here then, I guess? But if I if I don't wake up at 5, I'm not. <laughs> oh, well, getting... that changes everything. Then it must be easy then. If it's not 5, it's, <laughs> it's only 6. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, six hours straight of radio, and the, it's day two is worse. The first day is because uh, I used to do a ton of that fill in stuff where it's just like, got to be here at 5. Usually it was 5 30. And um, at the other station on the side of town that nobody listens to anymore. Um, the first day is like, you know, you just kind of shot out of a cannon. Like, oh, 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 I'm here. And then like, and, and almost like feel good, have a little fun with it. Hey, you know, get, get, get your, get, get your motor running, get the wheels turning. That second day. And then the third day, it's like, I, all right, enough already. Cause six, I mean, six hours of radio might as well be. 18 to 21 hours of just some random job. I mean, like that, that's, that's, it's a different, what am I trying to say? It's, it's a, it's a different grind. Yeah. I, I think mentally just being able to string sentences together and say things coherently for six hours. Yeah. After, after a while, it just, it's, everything just becomes babble. Well, cause the big joke is, um, with, with people who, you know, are, are, you know, know anything about this, this industry of, Oh, you had to work four hours today. Oh my God. That, well, first of all, the most people who do a three or four hour show work much longer than three or four hours. The ones who do it well anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't just show up and talk. Well, you're not supposed to. <laughs> not how you're I mean, supposed you, to do it. you can for an hour. So some people do that and it's, it's trash, but yes, exactly. You, you, it takes a lot more, but it's like, oh wow. You worked the four to seven today, man. Good for you. Wow. How tough might that be? Dude, you don't get it. You don't get it. So six hours is uh, is even further. So 
Well, we're on hour of four or five now, and then you'll have six as your show comes up here at eleven o'clock. What I guess you'll talk about here, um, I'll uh, I'll lay out the show here in a minute. Nothing really important going on today. Is uh, I'm guessing you weren't able to watch the Lakers. Oh, oh, I did. Warriors well, game. I, I made that poor decision and watched the whole thing. You did? Yeah. Well, good for you because it was a great, it was a, <laughs> it was a fantastic game. It was a really fun NBA basketball game. Uh, I was even thinking, damn, Keon's in bed. He's just going to have to read about this. <laughs> um, LeBron looked great. Steph looked great. And I'm not, I'm not a big NBA guy. And until they get back to normalcy to where full, you know, I think the crowd is is just as important to the game as the game itself. The the Lakers actually had a vaccinated zone, so they were able to pile more fans together is that in right? parts of the stadium. So they actually got more fans in than usual. Well, I watch I I watched the uh, because CNBC covered the uh, or, or or aired the Predators last night against the uh, Carolina game two of the opening series in the NHL, I was like, hell yeah, I get to watch some sports finally because the quick recap, I can't watch Braves or Bali, Bali, Fox Sports, whatever. I've cut that out of my, uh, my, my streaming packages. So I was able to watch the Preds who sucked. Like, they were awful. Uh, apparently, I do, I do follow the NHL enough to know that Carolina is really good. Carolina is really good. That's what I hear. Yeah. I don't know. The goalie's a rookie, though, which is, well, that's weird. But, yeah, yeah the, they're a good team. The Preds had seven straight unanswered power plays. Seven in a row. And I get, got excited every time because that's that's the most fun if you're watching an NHL game and you know what you're looking at. The power play is when you can really, you really can understand because having a one-man advantage is a huge advantage. And just, I mean, if you did that in NBA, it took one player out. Like, I mean, you wouldn't get <laughs> the ball insane. back. You yeah. wouldn't get the ball back. And they just, they they they, they chunked every one of them. It's like, this team sucks. And I, my, I did see Forsberg hit one off the post that should have gone in, and that yeah, was pretty much as close as they got. It was it was brutal, and I don't care that much. I was just happy to watch some sports on a, on a Wednesday night. Right? In a Wednesday? Yeah, we're on Thursday today. Yeah, all turned around still doing this Thursday thing. But I was just happy to watch some sports, and then that game ended, and, you know, I don't Preds win, Preds lose, whatever. doesn't mean anything to me. I, I I want them to win, but that's fine. And then watch the Lakers game, and I didn't watch the uh, second quarter. I watched the open quarter and then the third, which was wild. And yeah, just, it was just bonkers. <laughs> just bombs left and right, and LeBron and some of those no-look passes. I was like, man, this guy is still the greatest player in the world. And then that three at the end. But I got to say, though, Sorry, I don't mean to stomp all over your turf in no, your no, show. Um, he is still a whiny bee. He's still <laughs> such that foul Draymond hit him, and he he pulled the whole I can't see straight. He he did a a Jordan I'm sick day. Thing. He he got yeah. He, he, I think he did get poked in the eye, but he's LeBron, so he got he got he got dramatic with it. That's what he does. God, so freaking dramatic. I'm not mad at him. I love him. I love watching LeBron James play basketball. But he was he was pulling that afterwards too. He was, and then as soon as the interviews were over, he was he looked totally fine. Like everything's cool. I'm good. I, I, yeah, and he he well he said when he was making that last shot, he he saw three rims. Three, so he shot for the middle. Yeah, okay, LeBron, shut up. He's good at the media. He's good at manipulating it and talking talking to the media, and he's good at it. He's such an actor, and he's so good <laughs> at it. He's so good at it. He flops. And all that, and that's fine. That's the way the game's played. I'm not mad at all because I love, love, love watching LeBron play basketball. But, man, 
what a, a little B to a certain degree, if that makes any sense. Uh, coming up in this show, let's see. Not a, not, not a lot that makes uh, the, the world change, but uh, touch on a few things here. Um, I've got a handful of different headlines I'm going to hit in the middle segment, but I'm going to start off the second segment with something Joe Biden said yesterday or within the last two days, whenever it was. If Don Trump had said it, the the media would have lost their mind and so would have all of social media. And it was very subtle. It was very short. It was very quick. And because the media doesn't lose their mind on it, you might not have even heard it. And I, uh, I want to spend a few minutes on that. Also, just to once again prove, I don't have Joe Biden flags hanging out the back of my red-ass pickup truck. If I had a red-ass pickup truck, I wouldn't have a Joe Biden flag flying out the back um, I don't, I don't idolize any of these people, these political entertainment actors. We'll do that a little bit in the uh, second segment and the final uh, segment of the show on the way out the door. I will talk to my guy, Ryan Oyer. I, I, I mentioned it just for a minute or two this week that I might have him on. I was hoping to have him in the studio to play a little live, but, uh, he's got a day job like most of us do and he can't break away, but it, local musician, he's got a, um, a CD release party going on this weekend, and it's a little different than normal. It's it's it's, uh, it's an all day affair with many different musicians involved at a location that I would not normally expect, and um, that's about as far as I know. And so we will find out and learn together as we'll give Ryan a call here on the final um, segment of the show, and then we'll just bounce around from here and there. I uh, let's see don't have much time left here so let's go ahead and we'll get to the uh, audio i have for you today um i have the coolest thing the worst idea one and the worst idea two and there i agree with both of the worst ideas and it has to do with the one six january 6 commission that was passed through the house i guess it was just yesterday this week anyway that is likely not to make it to the senate we'll get to the worst idea one and two after i do the coolest thing which this is nonsense. It's just fun. And I was main reason was is me and Ryan, Ryan Orr, who'll be on later, we're both big fans of British rock and roll. And um big Oasis fans. He's a big Beatles guy. I'm not as big on the Beatles, but I love British rock and roll. And I ran into this on TikTok yesterday. This uh lady is saying, Is the water wet? or is water wet in twenty five different accents from all across the world. Sorry, Keon, this is today's coolest thing. American. Is water wet? Standard British. Is water wet? Scouse. Is water wet? Welsh. Is water wet? Devonshire. Is water wet? Australian. Is water wet? Cockney. Is water wet? Polish. Is water wet? New Zealand. Is water wet? Essex. Is water wet? Northern Irish. Is water wet? Jamaican. Is water wet now? Yorkshire. Is water wet? Spanish. Is water wet? Irish. Is water wet? Italian. Is water wet? Geordie. Is water wet? French. Is water wet? South African. Is water wet? German. Is water wet? West Country. Is water wet? New York. Is water wet? Southern American. Is water wet? Russian. Is water wet? I just have a small obsession with the accents of the world, and uh, that's all that was about. So here we go. Worst idea one. <clears throat> this is Tyler Marge Tyler Green, Taylor Green, um, on her thoughts in the House yesterday on the commission for the uh, January 6th attacks. This is today's first worst idea. 
As a person that was a victim of the January 6th Capitol attack, I can tell you I'm against the violence that happened that day, but I do not believe a January 6th commission will achieve any resolution because we have already had our Department of Justice arrest 445 people with 100 more to be arrested soon. There's also reports of people being held for 23 hours in solitary confinement. That, is, that should not be happening. These people even haven't even had a court date yet. You see, what's going to happen with the January 6th commission is the media is going to use this to smear Trump supporters and President Trump for the next few years and cover up the damage, the real damage that's happening to, this, to the people of this country, which is tearing down our economy, ripping our borders wide open, and hurting this country. For the first time, and very likely, maybe even the last time, I almost agree with Marge. I almost agree. I do believe this would be a just ammunition for the media. media. I think it would be ammunition for the Dems for the next two years to keep this top of mind to try to combat any kind of Trumpism. I think I, I almost agree with those words that she just said. I can't believe I'm saying that right now. And also the the idea that you shouldn't be in solitary before you've had a court date that's also probably right. I, I that that's the most logical I've ever heard that woman speak. This is another political actor on the Democratic side from the uh, Ohio uh, House of Representatives. His name is Tim Ryan, and he is speaking on the same thing. This is today's worst idea, number two. The other ninety percent of our friends on the other side of the aisle. Holy cow! Incoherence. No idea what you're talking about. Ben Gaza, you guys chased the former Secretary of State all over the country, spent millions of dollars. We have people scaling the Capitol, hitting the Capitol Police with lead pipes across the head, and we can't get bipartisanship. What else has to happen in this country? Cops. This is a slap in the face to every rank-and-file cop in the United States. If we're going to take on China, if we're going to rebuild the country, if we're going to reverse climate change, we need two political parties in this country that are both living in reality, and you ain't one of them. And I don't disagree with Tim either. So I put those both as the worst ideas because they were both sides of the aisle kind of, in a lot of ways, making sense on the same day. And that, like, never happens. So that was an interesting couple of pieces of audio clips from Marge Tyler and Tim Ryan. Marge Taylor Green, I'm sorry. Snooker Radio 92.7. I got a handful of um, different headlines I'll touch on in the second segment of the show. Ryan Oyer, local musician, will join us via phone. The Cynic City Solar Hotline, 710-9927, in the final segment of the show. My name is Brian Stone. Keon Rose working overtime this week. Snooker Radio 92.7, the flagship of the Stone On Air radio show, later disguised as a downloadable podcast at stoneonair.com. Hang tight. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Stone On Air radio show on Nuga Radio 92.7. Mr. President, can I ask you a quick question on Israel before you drive? No, to you can't. <laughs> I'm not much to get in front of the car as I step on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. You rise up from your ashes, but you're gonna have to let yourself burn. Wipe the tears away from your lashes. Reach the point. I'll come back to that comment from the president here in a minute. 
very short. But I still think worth discussing. This is uh, the latest from Ryan Oyer, local guy. CD release party this weekend. Phoenix Rising Fire. I can't remember. He sent me the songs just yesterday, and I've heard them for the first time yesterday, so I don't remember the names of them, but we'll be playing them this, this weekend. We'll find out all the info on that here in just a few minutes. About 15 minutes from right now, to be close to exact. Thanks to Everness. If you've got property you need managed, and you're tired of doing it yourself, that's what they do. They boast an incredible 1% delinquency rate. Integrity is what it's all about. Yearly inspections of the property. Call John at 454-3854, Everness.co. That's how you can get a hold of them. If you're getting tired of dealing with that albatross of a mess of a property you have, they can help you manage it for you. Might work out just fine for you. Might not. You might might be better for you to do it yourself. You can find out by calling Everness. And uh, getting a hold of them at 454-3854-everness.co. So, yeah, so we'll talk to Ryan here in about 15 minutes or so from right now. My name is Brian. He is Keon. It's New Radio 92.7, the flagship for Stone on Air. It's a radio show. It's a podcast. All of that. Uh, several things to just kind of mop up here um, on a Thursday as we started doing Thursdays here. This is just now our second week, I believe, of doing Thursdays. And it's still throwing me off. It's still completely throwing me off. I'm trying to figure out what day it is. Uh, because, you know, routine and all. Um, Lollapalooza in in um, Chicago, I was talking about it yesterday. I thought the lineup would be announced before I got off the air. It was after I got off the air, and I don't have it in front of me right now. If you want to know it, you can go find it. Foo Fighters are at the top. Tyler, the creator. Uh, Miley Cyrus. I'm going only on memory, which is so terrible because I barely looked at it yesterday. Anyway, that's not the point for bringing it up. It's in Chicago. I'm not going. You know, you probably aren't either. But what they're doing is is saying that in order to attend, and there's other festivals and events taking place in Chicago where they're doing the same thing to try to encourage the vaccinations. In order to attend, you have to prove you've been vaccinated. Or you have to pass a COVID-19 test each day of the festival, which is a three-day fest. I don't really believe that they're actually going to enforce this all that much. Um, but it's a nice it's a nice try. It's a very, very good try to say, and it's sold out in one. I think it's, I mean, I didn't see it, the, the headline. I had a text from somebody who keeps up with this and says it's sold out immediately. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. If it hadn't sold out, it will. Um, but that's a nice try. I like that. I like that idea. As I said, going back a while back, and of course the the passports idea, you know, which I, I don't have a strong opinion either way. Have been outlawed by many governors in many states to where you don't, you know, that you, there's no chance there can be a way you have to prove to be to to have admission to an event or a restaurant or a store or any kind of uh, place of business. So that's not going to be a thing. And I get that too, you know, a HIPAA law kind of thing. Um, but it's a nice try. It's a nice start to say, hey, we're going to have this massive party. This is going to be fantastic. Grant Park, Chicago. Get your vaccination or you can't go. It's something, you know, I mean, it's an attempt. At I, but I don't think they're going to 
denied ticket buyers if they don't because the, the way to prove your vaccination is yeah, not like real if sophisticated someone, it's, if, a, it's a piece of paper with your name typed on it I, I think that's easier to enforce but if say you say okay I, I don't have my paper and they go okay then we're, you're gonna have to submit to a COVID test every day if on day two of this four-day event you get you get COVID that you they, spent three hundred dollars yeah on. are they kicking you out I think that's what they're trying to say. I don't know. I don't know. I think once it gets here, all those headlines of today won't be there anymore. It's just kind of like, yeah, come on in. Yeah. Because <laughs> like it, that's how music festivals generally work, and I've never been to one. But what I've been told is they just generally get more lax as it goes on anyway. They, If you get COVID on day three, it's, it's likely no one is going to tell you. Yeah, it's like, oh, I didn't see that. What happened? I'm looking this way. Go that. Yeah, it's very much that way. Um, and I don't know that that's good or bad. It's just, but it's a nice try. It's a very, very, very nice try and a good attempt to try to, uh, to talk people into doing this. I still, I am now that it's over with and I'm done with it. And I got over the little, uh, mini day and a half of, of recovery from it. Couldn't be happier that I knocked that thing out and I didn't want to do it. I did not want to do it at all. And the only reason I did is I'm leaving town in a few weeks from now for New Orleans and Gulf Shores, and I'm going to be hitting up several days. It's going to be one of the biggest travel days I've had I don't know, almost in my adult life. Like, I'm going to be all over the coast, New Orleans and Alabama and Georgia, for about 10 days. I don't know how I'm going to pull this thing off <laughs> financially. It's going to be uh, – I, I, much of it will be fun. Much of it will be stressful. But I just figured I owed it to the people I'm going to go see and spend time with and all of humanity that I should get vaccinated. And I think you should, too. If you don't want to, I'm not going to hate you over. I'm not going to fight you over it. Uh, but I'm going to think you're silly. I'm going to think I'm going to think you're silly if you don't. But that's as far as it's going to go. A uh, quick um, update on my um, not turning on the AC adventure I have. I made it through another night. At 11.30 last night, it was 75 degrees in the house. I don't know where you are on temperature for sleeping, Keon, but that's pretty damn high for me. That's pretty toasty, and I, I like it warm, but that's that's we're reaching the upper limits See, of what I'm I capable it, of doing. I need it chilly, but by the time I went to bed, which was closer to 1, 1.30, especially watching the late basketball game, the temperatures were falling into the mid-60s. Now, I can do mid-60s all day long still takes a while to get the house circulating that air but i have all the fans rolling and i made it through another night the high today is 86 but a low of 63 so i think i'll make it through tonight tomorrow 89 with a low of 62 so it's, it's the lows that matter the highs are as important 63 for a low on saturday 65 on sunday 66 on monday and 69 by tuesday there ain't no damn chance I won't have AC on by Monday or Tuesday. Well, and, and the highs kind of matter only well, as much do. as you, your house gets warmer faster throughout it set, the day. It sets that temperature. Actually, I have my house holds a good temperature. Like, so I, I have my heating and cooling is pretty efficient. But in this case, I don't need, I don't want it to hold that temperature. <laughs> I need you to cool down quicker. Um, but anyway, that's just my kind of weird uh, uh, adventure to see if I can make it to June without turning my AC on. But I, I think making it into the final week of May will be a pretty good win as well. All right, so I've, I've babbled on here for a few minutes. The opening there was Joe uh, Biden um, on a 
some kind of tarmac, some kind of uh, course for uh, uh, Ford to show off their electric F-150, the new uh, their new electric truck, which might be a pretty big game changer from what I can see and tell. It very well might be. And 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 Joe was driving it around this uh, this course, and then he pulled up to where the reporters were, and there's a little just you know stupid banter, and then the um, one of the a reporter said, you know, President, can I ask you a question about Israel? Which first of all is just even more polite than they would ever have been to Trump. They would never said, Mr. President, can I ask you a question about Israel? They would just say. Mr. President, what do you think about the bloodshed in Israel? Like, they wouldn't ask yeah, him if it's okay I, to ask the question. I don't know whose fault it is. I don't know if it's the media's fault or if it's Trump's fault. But that relationship was dead in the water yeah. from the moment his presidency began. I'm not looking for fault here. I'm just talking about the reality of the situation. And so, the, this very polite question. Mr. President, can I ask you about the conflict in Israel? And this is all paraphrased. And he said, no, you can't. Or, if you want to get in front of the truck when I... Hit the gas. Yeah, you can. Okay, if Trump said you can it, ask, yeah. you can <laughs> ask me a question about a serious world matter that the United States has a lot of skin in the game on while he's driving a Ford F-150. Yes, you can ask me that question as long as you get in front of this truck and let me run you over, which is basically what he said. And he said, oh, I'm teasing. The headlines would be, Trump threatens reporter to drive them over with a truck. Instead, we've got, well, we got affable Uncle Joe. I mean, it's it's amazing to me. Amazing to me. <laughs> it was so small. It's no big deal. It, I, I, don't, I don't care if Trump said it or Joe said it or who said it. It doesn't mean anything except that it kind of does. It kind of does. I mean, it would be splattered across MSNBC, Trump, Threatens reporter. Trump Trump threatens to drive over the media. I don't I don't wanna I know you didn't want to like place blame, but I know when Trump started revoking people's uh press credentials to the White House, there are a lot of media members who said, Okay, really? Axe grinding time. And they, they went after him. They went after him in a way that we don't go after any other president. We just don't. Don't go after any other president. Certainly don't go after the quiet, you know, the the gentle types like a, a, a Joe Biden. Love him or hate him, you, you, you probably, there's very little I like Joe. It's a lot more I hate or I love, and that's a product of the media itself and a product of the bombastic nature of the political uh, entertainment complex. T- 15 years ago, you couldn't have found a person on the planet to have anything bad to say about Joe Biden other than the guy's a goof occasionally. And I mean, the, the uh, it's not Mitch. It's uh, Lindsey Graham's on on record many times of talking about how much he loves Joe Biden. If you don't love Joe, there's something wrong with you. Like it's a different world that we used to be in. But I I just I heard that or I saw it on my on my timeline somewhere on Twitter or TikTok or Facebook or wherever it was, and I just couldn't help but say, you know what? Even though you know all you Trump types out there. That are real, you know, MAGA types. I mean, your chances are you're not listening to me if you're a, a bona fide MAGA type. Very rarely are any of those people actually listening to me, but plenty of Republicans probably do because I don't, I don't uh, dislike or disrespect Republicans at all. The real ones, the ones that you know are true, 
to their beliefs and their practices. I don't, I don't, authenticity is, is one of my favorite things in the world. There ain't nothing authentic about a MAGA type, an MAGA type. There's, there's nothing authentic about that at all. That's all contrived in the last three to four or five years. I'm authentic. You might think I'm a blowhard bleep hole, but I'm authentic. I haven't barely changed on many things in, in my adult life. A few things I've evolved on, and I think that's good for every every mindset and every every brain and every uh, ideological thought. A little bit of evolution is fine, but I've, I'm the same guy I've always been. These MAGA types, they they not they've not been that way, or if they have, they've been they've been hiding it. And they've just now been emboldened by this disgustingly awful cult of a movement that only seems to be gaining more speed and more traction and more potentially powerful message. Will it resonate enough to to win another election? I don't know. We'll find out in, well, we'll find out in about a year from now, year and a half from now when we have the midterms, which will likely swing the other way because that's how it always, history shows that it will. But the argument that the media doesn't do it fairly, doesn't go down the middle on this, I can't, I can't argue against it. You're right. The headline would be Trump threatens a reporter with running them over with a, the new electric F-150. That's what it would have been. And Brian Williams and Rachel Maddow and Anderson Cooper, they'd have been spending a whole panel on it all evening. Rachel would give you three easy hours on it. She would spend 25 minutes going around the world to go five steps to tell you how threateningly awful Trump was. I didn't need Rachel to tell me that. I already knew he was awful. So anyway, I just call it as I see it. I don't have a Biden flag. I never will. I'll vote for him over Trump every day of the the, the history of the world. Snooger Radio 92.7 and the Stone on Air Radio Show. My guy, Ryan Oyer, local musician, has got a CD release party this weekend. We'll talk to him and find out the deets, as they say, next. Stone on Air on Snooger Radio 92.7. Southern. Why aren't you wearing a mask? New York. Why are you not wearing a mask? Midwestern. Why aren't you wearing a mask? RP British. Why aren't you wearing a mask? Irish. Why aren't you wearing a mask? Australian. Why aren't you wearing a mask? French. Why are you not wearing a mask? Russian. Why are you not wearing a mask? Welcome back in. This is Rise and Shine from Ryan Oyer. I believe it's the uh, title track of the new record, which is going to be released this weekend. And in true ragtag radio style, we're going to work with what we got here. Ryan, if you can hear me on my cell phone, hang tight. My name is Brian, he's Keon, Jason, Jen, Jeff, we're all here trying to make it work every day. And rolling with the punches is what you got to do in this world, in this industry. And uh, I'm the guy 
locally here, I, I get it from other national hosts who says, I don't need your stupid phone calls. 710-9927. Don't call me. I don't need you. Uh, I've got it taken care of. Thank you very much. I spent a lot of time on this. I don't need you ruining my show with your dumb phone calls. The Scenic City Solar Hotline. Thank you so much to Scenic City Solar for being on board with the hotline. But uh, I don't need your calls. And and many times growing up and learning in this industry, there I've talked to people who were mentors or whatever you want to call it, say, you need to operate a radio show. You need to sit down and be ready to do your show as if the phone line doesn't exist. Like, to pretend it's broken today. Pretend you can't take phone calls. You better be prepared to not be able to answer that phone. Well, that's the case today. <laughs> the phone we're, line doesn't work. We're about to test that theory in full. <laughs> the phone line doesn't work. That's a 10-minute segment. I can I can read the phone book to you for 10 minutes if I need to. Uh, but uh, So my buddy Ryan Oyer has got a, a CD release party today, and I don't know how this is going to work, but we're going to give it a try here. Um, I've got him on my cell phone. It's the uh, Scenic City Solar Hotline. It has nothing to do with Scenic City Solar. It's just they're working on the line, blah, 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 whatever. Who cares? I finally need the line. It doesn't work. But I got Ryan on the phone with me here. Ryan, can you hear me at all? We'll see how this goes. I sure can. All right. Well, this is actually better than I would have expected so far. Um, You've got your day job. I'm about to go to my day job here in a few minutes. Uh, Let's just get right to the nuts and bolts. I wanted to talk to you about the British music overall. I had a whole layout here. I wanted to talk about Oasis and our love affair for the British invasion. We don't have time for all that nonsense today. Give me the, the deets, as they would say for your CD release coming up this weekend. Absolutely. So it's going to be Saturday, uh, May 22nd, 2 to 8.30. And it's at Chats Coffee on uh, Broad Street. Um, and Jennifer Daniels, Amber Fultz, uh, Jason Lyles, Jack Curtin from Mondaloos, Landis Zerung, Webb Berenger, Thea Rose, uh, who's Liv Ferguson, who it's her birthday today, actually. Oh, well, happy um, birthday to Liz. Is Dan, and Dan's going to be there, too, Pinson? Well, uh, Dan will kind of have to, uh, last minute, make some changes, and it's because Strong's got, like, a really cool thing going on, and I completely understand and am absolutely supportive of that. Well, I mean, so, they, are, they are the biggest band in the city, so, you know, they right. might have some other things going on, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, so, give me, uh, give me... But, uh, Emily K. Boyd is going to fill in from Soundcore, and, uh, and Butch Ross as well. Yeah, I love Butch. Uh, g- give me. This is actually working out much better than I would have expected here through my cell phone, through a uh, microphone here. So I'm I'm glad it's working out a, at least a little bit. G- g- I thought it was interesting to see you're doing a CD release party that kind of goes throughout the day with many artists. That's a little different than I'm used to. What was your motivation for that? Well, you know, uh, everything has been a little different. Lately, well, yeah, so, yeah. You know, um, my thought was kind of I wanted to be able to see some of my friends play. Um, you know, a lot of the times on the weekends and stuff, now that things are opening up, I'm booked. So I don't get to see these people um, unless there's like a live stream going on or something like that. Sure. And on top of that, I'm a dad. I got my kids. So if it's a late show, guess what? I can't go. Um, you know, I, I, I'm i not uh, fortunate enough to have a sitter every weekend or anything, nor would I want to, you know. Sure, I was I was going to ask you again. This was a very well planned out segment that's gotten thrown <laughs> off because of the the phone lines being down, and now I'm just uh, the tin can. We're talking through a tin can here. 
Um, right. But you, you've been stepdad for a while, but now you're uh, stepdad and real dad. How's that life been? Oh, it's amazing. You know, um, they they both have completely changed my life since I, since I met Kai. And, uh, and of course, as soon as Van came along, it was just like completely changed my world. So okay, and Kai, Kai's, your ste- Kai's your stepson. Uh, he's nine now. Yeah. And he actually, he plays drums on the record. Uh, oh wow! So uh, that first single, "Rise and Shine," he—that's he, his drums. Um, he, uh, we were actually sitting down to record "Beautiful Boy," uh, the John Lennon tune, and uh, he was going to play drums on that. And all of a sudden, he just started playing this beat, and I went, "That's great!" So I pulled out my voice memos on my phone and caught it. And uh, then the next day, I ended up writing "Rise and Shine" in the morning, the lyrics, and came home and went, "I wonder what I got yesterday." And so I pulled it up, uh, put it behind the song, and wrote it right there. Wow, that's cool stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, to something I was going to start with, again, off of just kind of my head's not where I wanted it to be to start this segment. Uh, you were you were at uh, Yellow Racket uh, last week to for Speaking of Strong's uh, in-house gathering yeah. for a few minutes, right? There are they're, they're sponsors here at the station, so I wanted to definitely talk about that. I have yet to walk in the door there. What kind of uh, what kind of vibe do you get at a, at that at that that uh, record store? And how was uh, how was that afternoon? Well, I love Yellow Racket, and um, I, I've gone in there several several times now. Uh, just to, a talk to Ben because he's very knowledgeable and very uh, just fun to talk to um, about you know, especially like I'm I'm putting this record on vinyl um, as well. Cool. And uh, and so we've been kind of chatting about that and learning like from each other, you know, where, where do we do this? Where do, like, how do we pull this off? You know, it can't, um, it can't be inexpensive. It's gotta be a pretty pricey venture to go start pressing vinyl. Right. It, it is, it is. But, um, but you know, we got a stimulus and, uh, you know, I'm going to stimulate some vinyl. So there you um, go. Uh, but you know, you know, in all seriousness though, I was very fortunate to play some last year and quite a bit this year outside gigs and stuff. And I felt safe and comfortable doing so. And I didn't feel like I was endangering anybody and, uh, and all that cash, you know, I got to kind of put it, Holy crap. I'm a business. I'm using money that I made to purchase, you know, um, the vinyl. That's, uh, that's good stuff, man. And very few were able to weather the, the last year, uh, that well, um, Ryan Orr on the line with me here through my cell phone, through a tin can, through the microphone as the phone lines are down here at the Scenic City Solar Hotline at 710-9927. I uh, just got a couple of, basically about a minute and a half. Uh, real quick, just give me the, the, the details again. Where, where This is on Broad Street. I know the name. I've never been there. Where, tell me about the venue real quick. Uh, so Chats Coffee is uh, kind of inset off, the, uh, off Broad Street. There's a big parking lot, which is where we'll be doing the event. Um, we're going to have food trucks. Uh, we're gonna. They made a coffee called Rise and Shine for like goes along with the album. Oh, cool! Um, they've also partnered with Chattanooga Brewing Company to uh, make a coffee stout, which will be available, and all the sales from that go to uh, Soundcore's uh, Council for Creatives, um, which is a mental health for musicians uh, fund. And we're gonna have a bunch of people playing, food trucks, uh, stuff for the kids. And uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, so it's, it's good. It's come early, leave early. We're not going to be doing this thing uh, until yeah, it's, late it's night. Of, you know, when I watch <laughs> Strong's thing, you come and go. 
You know, that's kind of the way these things work, uh, it seems, these days, especially with, like, a vinyl release like that. Like, you you come, you listen to a song, you go, you know, or stay as long as you want, really. But, like, that's that's kind of why I decided to make it go so long, is to give people an opportunity to get out and get there. Sure. I, I finally have grown up, Ryan, and the last is Ryan Orr on, uh, on the line with me on Nuga Radio 92.7, Sewn on Air. I've finally grown up. I don't have a child, but I don't want to be out until 1 o'clock in the morning anymore. So I love the idea of doing something yeah. early like that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So uh, from 2 until uh, 8-ish, you said, uh, basically an all-day affair. It's going to be hot, but it's going to be dry, and it's going to be nice. It's going to be fun. And, uh, man, I've, I've, you know, I, I love listening to music. I love talking uh, the British Invasion and Oasis and you know, British rock and roll all the way around. I wish we could have done it a little bit more formal of uh, setting here, but talking yeah. through tin well, cans we'll is fine. <laughs> all right, we'll do it. Hey, Ryan, thanks, man. We'll see you on Saturday, okay? Thank you, Brian. All right, Thank thanks you. a lot, Ryan. And then, of course, some jackass is calling me. Stop calling me! 427-2008. Let's see who this is. Hello. How are you? You're on the on the air here at Nougat Radio 92.7 at 427-2008. Who, who is this? Talk to me! You called me, jerk! Yeah, another <laughs> another, ro- another robo call. <laughs> they know better. Another robo call. Get out of here with this nonsense. Stop calling me, you. Ugh. I, I, I had that on my list here. Actually, trash calls. I got one from uh, Amazon yesterday. Saying, oh, you're Am-. it was like the I can't do it. The automated voice. Your yearly fee for thirty nine ninety nine will be charged tomorrow. I, I'm just. I don't remember how I handled it. I think sometimes I'll humor them. And then try to, like, find an operator and just screw with them for a while. These trash calls, man. Had enough of it. And because of that, I don't want any of my uh, random friends' calls as well. So the Scenic City Solar Hotline will be back up and running probably now. Like, as soon as I needed it, it was gone. And as soon as I don't want it, it's probably back. 710-9927. Ryan Orr, CD release party at Chats Coffee, whatever the hell it's called. I'll look at it more and talk about it more tomorrow as we wrap up the week. I got to run. Keon will wrap up the morning. Coming up next. And there you go. That's all I got. See you later. Bye.